Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group. It's Monday, December 11th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto is Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about the sharp weekend correction in crypto markets, consumer expectations, NFTs, and more. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice and turn on notifications. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. In crypto markets, ouch. During Asian trading hours last night, crypto markets plunged, with Bitcoin at one point dropping almost 6% in 15 minutes. Prices bounced, as they usually do after sharp moves, but they have yet to recover earlier levels. According to Coindesk Indices, at 9am Eastern Time this morning, Bitcoin was trading down 4.3% over the past 24 hours at $41,956. Ether was down 5%, trading at $2,230. Elsewhere, Solana is down 7%, Cardano, Chainlink and Polkadot are down 8%. Not everything is down though, Avalanche is up 8% and Immutable X is up 11%. So, what happened? It looks like this is a leverage adjustment, which is good news. Last week, signals from the crypto futures market were starting to suggest that leveraged speculation was getting heated. Funding rates are the cost traders pay to take long or short positions in crypto perpetual futures. As the name implies, these are futures that don't expire, they automatically roll over, and funding rates are the adjustable cost that keeps the perpetual futures price linked to the spot price. On Saturday, annualized 8-hour Bitcoin funding rates spiked to the highest since November 2021. That month, you may remember, marked the top of the last bull run when Bitcoin reached almost $69,000. Saturday's funding rate spike triggered some selling, which swiftly led to the unwinding of many leveraged long positions and even more selling. This happens often in crypto markets and tends to be exacerbated by their global nature and by their 24-7 trading. Prices usually resume their previous trend, however, once the dislocation has been digested. And these drops can be seen as a healthy cleanse of excess leverage. 
Bitcoin funding rates are now back to more normal levels. In Macro Matters today, I want to look at the latest consumer sentiment metrics out on Friday from the regular University of Michigan survey. This showed that U.S. consumer sentiment rebounded sharply in early December, much more than expected. Also, inflation expectations were dialed back. In the previous reading, expectations for inflation one year out were 4.5%. That was pretty worrying. The latest numbers show that they have dropped to 3.1%, the sharpest monthly fall since October 2021. Survey respondents are also expecting lower inflation over a longer time frame. Annual inflation for five years out is now expected to be 2.8%, the lowest since September 2022 and down from November's 3.2%. This is good news for the Federal Reserve, which does keep an eye on these figures. The U.S. Central Bank starts its final FOMC meeting of the year tomorrow. We get their rates decision on Wednesday, which is expected to be a pause. Also on Wednesday, we get updated official economic forecasts and what is known as the dot plot, which indicates where Fed officials expect rates to end 2024. The spread of forecasts has been wide in recent editions. It will be interesting to see if there is perhaps more consensus now that inflation looks to be heading in the right direction. On Friday, U.S. stocks more than recovered early losses as traders decided that the strong employment data meant a soft landing was more likely. All the main indices were up around four-tenths of a percent. Futures are pointing to a soft opening this morning. In Europe, the German DAX and the broader Eurostock 600 were up almost three-quarters of a percent, while the FTSE 100 rose around six-tenths. So far today, sentiment is mixed, with the DAX and the Eurostock 600 flat, and the FTSE 100 down half a percent. In Asia, sentiment was also mixed today. Japan's Nikkei index jumped 1.5%, and the Shanghai Composite rose three-quarters of a percent, while the Hang Seng lost eight-tenths. In commodities, oil prices are maintaining their downward momentum following seven consecutive weeks of declines, as concerns about global demand are offsetting any potential supply tension. Earlier today, the Brent crude benchmark was down four-tenths of a percent, trading at $75.75 a barrel. Gold has slipped below $2,000 an ounce to its lowest level in two weeks, as investors brace for a week of central bank rate announcements. Earlier today, the metal was down eight-tenths of a percent, trading at $1,988 per ounce. Stay with us. After the break, I talk about signs that the NFT market is not dead. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. Participate in the Crypto Classic Trading Challenge from December 10th through December 15th for the chance to win cash prizes. Compete against your peers while test driving your crypto strategies in a risk-free simulated environment. Visit cmegroup.com slash crypto classic to find out more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Welcome back. In today's show, I'm going to do something I've not done before on this podcast. 
talk about non-fungible tokens or NFTs. I'm not going to talk about individual series other than via data points and as examples. I want to suggest that the market is not nearly as dead as the current lack of hype would have you believe. Before I do so, I have to disclose that I personally own two NFTs. One is of a poem gifted to me by a friend. The other is a drawing of me done for a series on women in crypto. I ended up purchasing that NFT as the proceeds were going to go to a good cause. Back to why NFTs are not dead. First, sales are climbing again. According to data from CryptoSlam.io, over the past 30 days, sales of pudgy penguins, bored apes, azukis, and many others are up, some of them by a lot. Some prices are also up. Floor prices refer to the lowest price for any NFT in a given collection. According to NFTPriceFloor.com, over the past 30 days, the floor prices of pudgy penguins, azukis, and others are up. And even since March of 2022, before crypto sentiment turned, most floor prices have plummeted, but some such as pudgy penguins and ON1Force have managed to increase. This is according to an excellent report on Web3 Gaming by Brevin Howard's Colleen Sullivan, which you can download from the Masari website. We'll put a link in the show notes. It's well worth a read. Colleen's report focuses on Web3 Gaming, but this often involves NFTs, and she gives a comprehensive and data-packed overview of collaborations and the evolution of some key collections. This is relevant to a story published on Coindesk over the weekend about an upcoming Pudgy Penguins game. We'll put a link to this in the show notes as well. Pudgy Penguins, you may remember, are an NFT collection featuring, you guessed it, cute pudgy penguins that are now also available as physical toys on sale in Walmart. As of April, they will also star in a game called Pudgy World, which will be an interactive digital playground for Pudgy Penguins NFT holders and toy owners, as well as the uninitiated. The evolution of Pudgies is the main story here. They were born as NFTs, but then became physical toys, and now also a game. This highlights the potential of the concept. It's not just about ownership of art. Like cryptocurrencies, NFTs are an evolving concept. The underlying message here is this. NFTs are not dead. They are speculative, for sure, but they are more than collectible one-off images. They are cultural statements combined with technological playfulness that are stretching how we interact with gaming and ownership as well as connection. I'm certainly not recommending anyone to rush out and buy NFTs. But I do recommend watching this space because it is sending messages about how blockchains are increasingly integrating with not just finance, but also culture. And they are a reminder that crypto can be fun and it can be painful when prices drop. But bigger picture, it's about changing the way we understand ownership in a digital world. Thanks for listening. That's it for today's show. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Atchison for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights.